What's up, Cody? Oh, hello? Oh no, can you hear me? Hey, let me there. Lava, hey, hey, there we go. There we go. How you doing, man? <laughs> you doing? Good. I, um, I've been playing around with like how to route um, audio, like digital patch base all day. Okay, nice. And uh, yeah, it's just been a mess. I woke up at like 8 a.m. and worked on this like from like 10 a.m. until now, and I still gotta figure it out. So I just I'm <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I'm recording now, but um, okay, sweet. So I'm thinking that maybe you know we can introduce me as like I'm not the guy who really pays attention to like all the updates and stuff, and really I get all that information pretty much from you, and you know, uh, you know I. Yeah, well, you know, this would be a good way to uh, get people who are like me who don't pay mm -hmm. attention to everything the latest information. So, right, yeah, my yeah. my sister was talking to me. She's like, "You're making a podcast." I was like, "Yeah, just you know, because I played this game for so long." She's like, "I listen yeah. to podcasts all the time," and I was like, "You don't care about Siege at all." She's like, "I will learn about it just to like listen." It's <laughs> like, okay, cool. <laughs> like, that's that's cool. You can listen to me and my friend talk about a game that we like to play so yeah so i'll i guess i'll just kind of start let me put my phone on do not disturb i'm gonna start uh just from like the very beginning and uh do you, i don't know if you heard anything that i made so far but pretty much this is gonna be a podcast and i'm gonna try to document siege is the idea so nice i guess for everybody out there this is cody i'm josh um, oh, are we starting? Yeah, we're starting. We're starting. <laughs> okay. Um, it's, I don't know. I just figured we can keep it casual, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but um, I guess uh, you know I played this game since alpha. I I hopped on for on PC and on console, and I played a little bit, and I just was really clunky with the controller on PC, so I stuck with uh, PlayStation and a couple of guys who I knew from my hometown hit me up one time and we played games here on and off uh, on console for a couple of years I'd say I don't even know exactly when I switched over to PC but I've been playing for seven years now and I played the alpha played the beta I do the test server regularly I beta test or not beta test but bug hunt all the time yeah yes you do yeah and then uh i play with you and you and i met online just kind of cool yes and then we met in person yes, yes. <laughs> so um when was that um that was probably like the end of 2017 is when i started because uh my twin brother and his best friend bought rigs to switch from console over to keyboard and mouse and um i shortly joined them afterwards nice okay and i guess what are so, so you've played for that long um what are some experiences that you've had like rank wise have you played any comp or anything like that i mean yeah so um I, uh, I, I think my highest like ranked, uh, on the ladder system is plat one. Um, it's had some like different MMR changes over the years, but I think it was 
kind of difficult to hit there, but I'm the type of player that uh, has played, maybe play like these days, maybe like a couple hours a night, uh, you know, Get just hits or miss, you know, you know, three to three to five times a week, you know, some kind of in and out, you know, yeah in and out in and out i used to kind of uh obsess a bit more over it um and i think at the end of the day if you want to be really good at something you just put the time into it and mm -hmm. you just naturally progress and get better you know for sure for sure um i've played at every elo, like elo which is like the uh level like ranking system in the game so i've been i think i started off with copper uh worked my way up to silver uh, when I was playing with my high school friends, um, we got gold, and then once I started playing with you, started playing, getting plat regularly, and um, I think my highest is plat two. I haven't hit plat one or diamond or champion, obviously. <laughs> but um, but you know, love the game, play it regularly, understand it and stuff. So so just to kind of pivot a little bit so we are the the ideas that we're fans uh we're documenting siege uh siege for those of you who do not know the game it is a live game uh which is updated regularly so on an annual basis there's four seasons in a year 12 months in a year uh so and one season is about three months so the idea is that we can come out with a, an episode about once a month uh and then news breaks as it happens uh, i might toss something out there but uh, long format about a month and we can talk about the structure of it which will be kind of past present and future so it's not necessarily a daily podcast or daily news source but uh something that we people can just kind of tune in yeah and you know we're gonna we're we're fans of the game we actually really love the game you know we're not the type of people that you know sees any any opportunity to uh, complain about life when it comes to siege uh it's an awesome game obviously you know with anything there's going to be some things that don't run smoothly all the time but we're here to like for big fans you know we look forward to the updates and the information and to not just be pessimistic about you know things just because we can and it builds momentum online but we're not gonna have any of that would you say llama yeah, I'd say I'd say so. We might talk about some growing pains, but I don't think I think something that you and I both have in mind is that people complain a lot in this game or in the community. <laughs> and uh, we want to try to be a positive outlet and also not like push into like sensationalism just for just for like clickbait. You know, we don't want to be clickbaity. We don't want to be doom scrolly. We don't want to be sensationalist is kind of the idea. So, but uh, yeah yeah <laughs> the best thing that i'm most excited for is the new character of course uh, i don't know if you've heard anything about him but uh it's supposedly a belgian operator uh, named sense who's gonna have a pof9 which is kind of like a jackal's gun um interesting jackal's gun and i think king's drum because uh, 50 oh. bullet, bullet drum it's going to have an ACOG, uh, the 1.5 as well, I think a 2.0. And he will have a throwable uh, rolling device, kind of like King, but it's got a lighting system that projects a screen to object visibility. Kind of like Valorant walls and stuff like that, is what I'm thinking. Hmm. Um, since we'll have either pistol or gun, hard breach tool, 
Um, so a really good gun, large capacity. I don't know how that is with like the current meta with all of the uh, DMR, or not DMRs, but the LMGs. Um, they're kind of feeding into that a little bit, but uh, hard, a lot, large capacity, um, good gun, ACOG, cool gadgets, what it seems like, Gon, the GON6 or GON9 or whatever it's called, and then a hard bridge tool. But they balanced them with uh, being a one speed, kind of like gridlocker fuse. So okay. uh, those operators seem to be picked a lot less. So I have a feeling that he'll be picked more than gridlocker fuse, but we'll, we'll actually see. They're going to announce the new season um, a couple of days, actually, on May 22nd. So have you heard of, have you seen any of the teasers from their official Rainbow Six Twitter or like account or anything? I think I saw one. Was it the, uh, it's kind of like a doc one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Watch that together. They, um, they had the Wolf Guard teaser, which was pretty cool. Went over, I guess, if you look at the roadmap, a couple of official things that they've announced. They announced that they're going to have more lore into the game. And so I think that's what they're teasing. Originally, I thought it was like the reputation system. But if you actually look, well, it could be if you look at the road, the, the roadmap, they are launching phase one of the reputation next season. That it just says early friendly fire sanctions. So I don't even know what that means. So it's probably not going to be, be a big deal. I think it's probably going to be mostly lore and they're going to kind of have the uh, kind of like Avengers Civil War, where you have Rainbow Six versus Night Haven versus Wolfguard versus whoever XYZ. Gotcha. But we'll we'll see. This is all spe speculation and rumors. There's a couple other rumors that I think you would like. I don't know how accurate they are, but you like to play Amaru and she's going to get her pocket shotgun back, supposedly. Don't know how big of a deal that is because she can now go through the hatch anyway without busting it open. Yeah, right. But and she has a gun anyway, which takes out a hatch too. But but pocket shotguns going back to tomorrow. Uh, supposedly gridlock's gonna get her pistol back. So right now she's got the gun six and I think a shotgun. Um, okay. Clash, interestingly enough, right now she has the option for a utility shotgun, and that's it because her primary is her shield. <laughs> Or, or she has a whatever her other gun is. I think it's like an SMG. Uh, she's supposedly going to get her old pistol back, too. So she'll have three secondaries, not just uh, she'll be kind of like IQ where IQ has three guns. Well, she, she should, because like she really has only three guns, whereas everyone has like fucking five or six. Oops, did I can I not use that word? Oh, you're fine. You can. Guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Um, you know, I mean, because they have primary secondaries and they have like two to four, uh, two to three apiece. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. so she needs at least, I think, a few. Just some options and stuff, especially yeah. if, like uh, she's annoying in lower elo, but like um, she's like if you're picking a clash in higher elo, it's for a specific purpose, you know? Um, yeah. You're not just doing it to meme. <laughs> Don't give higher elo people too much credit. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, and then Doki is going to get the CZ-75. It's the um, the SMG that I think um, Vigil has as a secondary, that the really blocky sight, and you can't put a good sight on it. You gotcha. Know? Yeah, with better recoil, because right now her gun skills is hard to read. Like, if you're not very 
conscious of recoil. Um, I guess she gotcha. goes to the ceiling. <laughs> and then Kali, oh um, Kali's gonna get a pistol back. Right now she's just got the like mini famas, so I don't know really if that's gonna be a strong change. But here's what's really cool. Glaz and Tachanka are supposedly getting the bearing nine. Oh. Yeah. Tachanka? Tachanka and Glaz. So, so Tachanka Glass. will have, So Glaz will have nades and a bearing nine and a sniper rifle. A DMR. And then really so, trying to make his value come back up so he'll actually hit the meta. I don't know. We'll see. Like, because I, I I always like to run the smoke with Glass. If I ever play him, I never do. But if I do, that way I can get the banana effect. You know? I don't have to rely on yeah. the teammate to smoke something out. But nades are also really strong. Um, bearing nine. Because I think he just has a pistol right now. So. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good pistol, though. Mm-hmm. And then uh, officially on the roadmap is a uh, new battle pass, like always. Uh, when they do that, they'll drop the price of the operators, uh, the older ones. Uh, the new stuff will be like 25,000 renown if you don't have the battle pass to get it. Um, and then they're going to come out with supposedly a couple of rumored elites, such as Castle with a trench coat, uh, kicking down doors, looking like a badass, and then Echo looking like a badass. Um, uh, as a character from Yakuza, which is another uh, JRPG or not JRPG, it's an action RPG from Japan. Um, pretty cool. Uh, they're going to come out with a new map uh, that is official. Uh, it's going to be Team Deathmatch only. Well, it's going to be a Team Deathmatch map for sure. I don't know if they'll put it in the other. Map oh, that's maps, good. But it's like specifically designed for Team Deathmatch. Uh, team Deathmatch is kind of cool, but it just feels really not good. Mm -hmm. it, um for its intended purpose it's just like you know it's a it's supposed to be a little bit of a clusterfuck but like i think at the end of the day it's just it's too clustery you know it needs to have a little bit better something it's it's definitely in its beta phase so that's okay though at least it's there you know right i tried queuing for it the last couple of days and it, it took a long time I, I don't know if people are if it's like dropping down or, or what's happening mm -hmm. but uh, it's definitely interesting because the, the maps are designed for like siege gameplay and then they don't they don't have a team deathmatch map specifically so right. the fact that they're actually making a map around team deathmatch i think is a good thing um the rumor is that it looks kind of like a counter-strike or valorant map with uh it's like outside kind of like a giant warehouse um which kind of disappoints me to be honest with you um because the new map supposedly in Greece, which I would want like cool water stuff that's um, kind of like coastline, you know, where you have like good artwork and everything and less gritty. But we'll see. Like, I, I'm, I'm optimistic. Um, I just feel like if you go to Greece, you got to show off some of like Greco-Roman stuff, not like a, uh, a warehouse. But... <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. It might be the shooting range because uh, they're also going to come out with that next season, and that's been announced uh, on the um, on the the roadmap as well. So that might be a mix gotcha. up with, with rumors. But, um, gotcha. The shooting range that they're going to come out with is a you're going to have more visualization when it comes to like recoil and damage, so you can know exactly mm -hmm. what the patterns are. Because that little th thing that they've shown on the menu. 
they, sh they show like a recoil pattern on the menu. Most people don't know how to read that. And it's, it's just not the same as like actually shooting the gun and fig figuring it out. Um, so there's that. Um, they supposedly you can control the parameters of going dropping into the, the shooting range. You can uh, they have repick so you can swap out your your operator, swap out your loadout, all your guns, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, and then a couple of more things that they're going to supposedly do is uh, they're supposedly going to have an on better onboarding for new players. So they're trying to get new, new people more accustomed to the games with tips and tricks and mm -hmm. a couple couple new arcade events, um, arcades and events. And then they're going to have player protection. I'm I'm actually looking forward to the privacy mode because you can change your name without changing your whole user came username account name. Right. So you can just change your name in game. And then again the reputation stuff. So pretty cool. Um so uh last season was called High Caliber. They weren't calling it Operation for some reason, uh the last couple seasons, but it was essentially Operation High Caliber. Uh, that was the last season of year six. Um, they introduced a new character called Thorn, who had a 50 caliber uh, fully automatic uh, gun. <laughs> what do you think about Thorn, Cody? You know, I still haven't used her a lot. Um, I've died to her things a little bit um, with, you know, with just Barb and, you know, Malusi wub wubs around um i think she's viable i just don't use her a lot yeah i think um so she's got a gadget it's kind of like a grenade it's a proximity grenade um and when you when you throw it if if an enemy is within a certain range then it blows up and it kind of shoots out spikes um but um yeah i i don't find myself like every once in a while it's a very occasional situational gadget um i feel like because it was the end of the year the last season might not have been the strongest they put all their the the developers might have put more focus on um the current like year seven stuff this is kind of the, the feeling that i got but we gotcha. did get you did get a lot of stuff that was uh you did get a lot of stuff that was welcomed such as like the outback um rework um i really enjoy outback a lot compared to what it was before um what is do you have any taste or anything in mind with that uh yeah i, I like the outback rework um it's it's way more i think fun to attack and defend than it used to be so yeah, I, I really enjoy uh, the, you know, on Skyscraper, how they have narrow balconies. Yes. Well, well, the problem with that is that people just jump out or they run out and they shoot one direction. But Outback, I really enjoy because it, the balcony is really wide. So like people, if they are going to they have to, there's more risk for people to peek a balcony or to jump out of a balcony because there's so many different angles to like i speaking of skyscraper i don't necessarily like that rework um especially on like the geisha um double window you have to actually repel in there's like it's just 
I don't know. It's just very tight, congested, and I just don't know why they didn't wrap the balcony all the way around. I mean, I kind of get it, but at the same time, I don't like that rework as much for sure. But the Outback oh, yeah. ones seems pretty chill. It's pretty good, yeah. Um, yeah. And then I think they the the we're we're bleeding into the present stuff that we can get into in a bit um, with the re rework and everything, but. Um, or actually, the skyscraper was a while back, actually. But um, just something. Yeah. Just keep keep that in mind in the back of your head because I want to bring something up like that. But okay. Um, so that's kind of seasonal content. They came out with a new operator and they reworked a pre-existing map um, for the last season, which was high caliber. Um, they came out with a couple of new things that they announced. They they are they came out with test server 2.0, which I was a big fan of. Uh, with that, they rehauled the website and you get, if you report a bug, it's guaranteed that you will get packs. Uh, what those packs are, we don't know because they'll come out with next season when they drop the next season, but you supposedly get guaranteed legendary as long as you reported a bug and they fix it, which is pretty cool. Uh, as, wow. well, as well as I think a, the, the tiers below like rare and whatnot. Um, so you get like one, like four packs or something like that, uh, which is yeah, pretty cool. Fun. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's fun. And then they redid the cadence, so um, they they have three different types of test server now. Where they first they come out with like a balancing update on the test server mm -hmm. for the public to test out and just to see what they liked. Um, right. And then they come out with a lab, which is more controversial uh, changes that they're trying to work on and, and play with. Uh, something that stays in mind or that kind of makes me think of that is the um, drone after death so they did drone after death where uh you could die and then you could actually drive drones around uh that was something that wasn't necessarily received the the best in the community or they they tweaked it a little bit i think they with maestro cams you can move them around yeah that was pretty freaking bizarre yeah i actually liked it but that's also because like i'm not a fragger <laughs> do you want to let me know do you want to tell you why i didn't like it why it's because like you know let's say you're in a like a 3v1 clutch and you're the defender right you have two other people like throwing drones at you and trying to clutch a 3v1 and i just think it's like it's stacking too much mm. against you you know so i don't mind using camera like people like people being able to move the maestro cameras now i think that all those things are good tweaks but that one made like zero sense to me from a like a fun like i can clutch this i got this i have the confidence and you have these other people zapping you with twitch drones and other things that just doesn't make any logical sense that you have to worry about these things mm -hmm. you know if one's on a live drone that makes sense you know yeah, but those drones aren't live mm -hmm. and it didn't make sense where you have like an entire team who was dead like you should you should be punished for dying and it was almost like a way of rewarding people for performing bad yeah you know and uh could be and it this is it's an asymmetrical shooter at the end of the day it's not it's not about fairness it's about like uh being a little bit more uh tightly knit in your play style for sure yes um but they did speaking of balancing they did also do i think it was this last season uh, a test with smoke where they had uh, immunity or he lost his immunity to smoke did you hear about that I did. Um, 
I actually thought they should play around with Finca if they were going to do something like that. Because I understand they're trying to get rid of passives like Finca, not Finca. Um, you know, Zofia could like revive herself, like stand up. Withstand. Yeah. Withstand, yeah. Um, yeah. I, Finca, for some reason, when you when you're in a cloud of smoke, if you Finca boost, you die faster. It's like a very small nuanced thing. And I always felt like if it's a healing gadget, it should heal you a little bit and let you stand in the smoke a little bit longer. And she could be a good counter to smoke. But the changes they made with her already, she's like overplayed now. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I think that comes to her gun and her frags. Mm -hmm. So they, and, and they, you know, her boost ability, obviously. Mm -hmm. So they kind of gave the withstand to Finca, which makes sense because she's a healer and Doc. That makes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes complete sense. I mean, that's part of her uh, global ability and to be able to do it to herself that I don't know why they always made that an issue like she could, you yeah. know, but Zofia could. It just said the zero like, because <laughs> Zofia strong, Ella's sister. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it made zero sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then they made it where it's not just a boost anymore. Um, Finca's will heal everyone. I, f I forget the amount. I think it's like 10 HP or 20. something like that. It's 10 or 20. And um, and it's permanent once you're healed. Until you oh, it's it. permanent now. Yeah, you, it was. Oh, see, I didn't even know that. Yeah, <laughs> it was uh, It was per, uh, temporary where it, like, it boosted and then your health went back down. But now, say, say you're at um, 80% and you get boosted and whatever the boost is, say it's like 20, um, then you have, you're at full health again. Gotcha. So, uh, and then they actually removed the recoil boost thing that uh, that it had because a lot of people were complaining that they'd be in a gunfight and they'd be shooting, and they're, they're pulling down on their mouse, and then somebody they think of, does a boost to heal everybody or to revive someone, and uh, the person who's in a gunfight pulls their gun all the way to the ground. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That that to me uh, was kind of a dumb global change yeah. because you know recoil is definitely a real thing in the game mm -hmm. and so um and some of those uh guns have definitely a, a large kick and so if you're in the heat of battle and you don't realize your finca boosted that is definitely going to happen so i'm mm -hmm. glad they got that out of the out of the way you know you know when she first came out she also did a speed boost so she made, uh oh really she made everybody i, th I think it was a tick up so you had a four speed ash and like a fast, a really fast blitz. You'd love to see it. <laughs> You'll love to see it. Oh my God. Um, it's terrible. They, <laughs> they also did uh, bulletproof cameras so they can, um, they can swivel now, which is pretty cool. So it used to be that you just put a bulletproof camera on the door and then right. you could see one direction. Now they can also, if you're alive, you can also uh, do an EMP burst to sh to like disable gadgets and drones and stuff and people's sights. It's just like tossing a, a thatch grenade, but on defense, which is pretty cool. Um, Boys. You can't, can't do it when you are dead, but you can do it when you're alive. And then um, they did standardized cameras outside. Uh, I believe they all last 10 seconds now. It used to be that Valk cams could last indefinitely outside. So if you threw a camera outside, um, it wouldn't get destroyed or anything. You could run out and you could look around, um, see the outside of the map. Um, but if you threw a an Echo drone outside, it would get destroyed or a Mozzie drone would get destroyed, which was kind of odd. 
um, but they they standardized it. So now uh, it's kind of a buff to Echo because I think before it was five seconds and then Mozzie drones were five seconds, but now they're 10. So they're doubled or something along that line. Uh, and then dot cams for sure are they get destroyed now. So Mozzie drones actually get 10 seconds, too. Yeah, so you can drive it outside oh. for a little bit and then drive it back in. That's actually quite a long time because you can bounce that back and forth, unlike the Valcam, which, you know, you're going to be right. SOL the moment you throw it out. Mm -hmm. That's um, interesting. Yeah, and then uh, you and I played the test server when they had the drone counter. It was massive. I took up half the screen. They shrunk it down and they uh, so they added a drone counter where if you, you, you get 10 drones in the game, uh, as an attacker and uh, as a defender, you shoot them and it'll just kind of show you how many are left um, and it'll, during the prep phase. So pretty cool. They also redid the, the compass. So the, the heads up display, the, the new compass is uh, advanced. So there's a couple of rings there. The, the, the innermost ring, I think, is the bottom floor. And whenever you ping something, it will actually show the uh, yellow ping on the floor on the in a ring so that way you know exactly what floor the ping's on without having to like turn around and like look around um and then there's like a middle and a and a larger one as well so it's like first floor second floor third floor uh but it's an advanced um compass that you have to enable in settings and then um they came out with a couple of events uh the one that was i liked was the snowball fight uh, is you know good, good for just goofing off for a little bit. Um, I don't know if you played any of it, but it was it was just literally just a snowball fight. <laughs> and, oh boy, yeah. And then they had some cosmetics that went with it. And then they had they brought back the seasonal six invitational, which was um, pretty pretty cool as a mixture of a couple of maps and an esports setting. So mm. pretty cool. Mm. So speaking of uh, Valcams, uh, do you like that change, by the way? I do. Um, I think it makes sense for it to be standardized. Uh, you can technically, if you run it, if you throw it out, you can grab it, you know, like run outside and grab your camera and you, you pocket it again. So if you just needed to toss a cam like right around the corner outside, just to peek, see what's going on. If it's safe, go grab your camera again. You can do that. So you could pocket your Valcam have like an active one and then like two to uh that you toss it just uh, takes a few seconds to get on off cam and mm -hmm. a few seconds to get on so i mean you really have just maybe a few seconds so i guess technically it's realistic but i just don't really see the that as far as me i think it's a uh, freaking amazing for the game by the way yeah because you, you don't have people running out like consulate putting cams on trees and stuff well, you know, at the lower ELOs, I mean, it was highly um, taken advantage of mm -hmm. uh, because you guys got these guys spawning in. They don't know all the spawn angles, spawn peaks. You got these Valk cams out. You got the runouts. It just really made the game way, you know, way more reliant on a good, a good player who had a lot of experience getting away with murder. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I just find it to be like terrible for the game, terrible for what the game is trying to do not to say that runouts shouldn't be there but like there is should be a higher risk there should be like you don't know everything um and so you know you 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 deal with the consequences if you want to take the risk but um i really love uh, the change um and i think it balances out 
a lot of the dynamics when it comes to siege. It was a really big problem, I think. I really, I really like the changes too. I really like a lot of changes that they've been making. Um, especially, let's go into the current season. So this season, De Demon Vale, and or excuse me, it is it's season one. Uh, so year seven, season one, they came out with a new operator called uh, Azami, uh, which is Japanese. Uh, she has these gadgets which she can throw. They're like like throwing knives, and uh, the throwing knives will expand like a gas of smoke, and then they they solidify and turn into like a circle, which is totally bulletproof. You can melee it if you hit it three times and it gets destroyed, and you can also use explosives to get rid of it. But uh, the big thing is that um, uh, it's bulletproof. You can put it pretty much anywhere. And it's the first she's the first operator that actually builds things uh, within the game. Um, I really like her because uh, there's a, it creates a lot of angles and a lot of positions in the game that you otherwise couldn't put a bulletproof shield. So if it was too, if a if a shield was anywhere close to like a table or a lamp or bed or anything like that, you couldn't place a shield down. But with an Azami, you can actually throw it on the the table or whatever, and it'll expand mm. and become bulletproof. Mm. Pretty neat. <laughs> um, they also came out with a new battle pass this season, uh, which they do every season now. Uh, lots of cosmetics. Uh, I really like the Bravo uh, packs that they did. Not so explain those. What are the Bravo packs? The Bravo packs are packs of premium content cosmetics in the game that you can't buy with money. And how do you get Bravo packs? I'm still confused. Um, you, you have to earn them through battle pass points by winning games, mm -hmm. essentially. So the more you win, the more you play the games. I guess technically it's like a hybrid semi because because they have a premium pass. I'm pretty sure they lock more of the Bravo packs in there. And if you have the, the premium pass, then you're kind of spending money to get them. But you have to earn them. Um, you can't just spend like five bucks and buy it. Mm -hmm. So if you see somebody with like a Monty uh, a Montane Black Ice Shield. They didn't just spend money and get to get that shield, right? They they they're like a hardcore fan. They got the premium battle pass. Like they 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 might have paid like the five bucks to get the battle pass, but then they had to earn it on top of that by winning games, getting points, and um, and just collect like ranking up essentially. Uh, it's really cool. The uh, only downside i think is like i opened my battle pass points myself or not points but the, my my bravo packs as uh as i earned them and they didn't give you enough to like get all the cool stuff <laughs> so hopefully they they come out with more bravo packs that's the same content next uh season but i really wanted that montane black eye shield i really want a lot of i wanted the the um Blitz shield as well. That's black eyes. I think those would be really, really cool to have. And I didn't get them. And I feel like the reason behind that was the, those contents are locked behind Bravo packs and you can't earn them in alpha packs. And the, the battle pass at the end, even if you work your way, I'm like level 200 plus, if not mm -hmm. 250 on the battle uh, pass. Um, I am not getting any Bravo packs at all. I'm just getting alpha packs. 
So I think they mm. should give you a Bravo pack like every like like 50 pet levels after you get 100 or something like that. So then you can get like one or two or maybe like 20 or so levels. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, that way you can get, you just get a couple more Bravo packs. And then I hope hopefully they make that change next season. And then they mm -hmm, mm -hmm. hopefully they also um, do a lot of the same content next season. So like if you didn't get it this season, you don't miss out next season. Gotcha. Um, and then so they so new operator. Uh, she didn't really have a new gun or anything like the season before. She had Capcom's gun, um, but she did have the new cool gadget. She did have um, impacts. I don't even know what her mm -hmm. is. It C4. I got C4 for the other one. Uh, so she can, she's kind of like a cre uh, creator. She can mold the the map itself, and then and then uh, we got a new map itself as well. So it's called Emerald Plains. Uh, we've played it a handful of times. What, like three or four? And uh, yeah, and we've won every time. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like four to zero every time. <laughs> and that's but that's when people don't ban it, unfortunately, because people mm -hmm. feel uncomfortable with it, so they ban it. But uh, it's yeah, a cool. It's a cool map. It was originally a rework of Bartlett University and they just kept going with it and changing it and changing it and then they made it this really cool clubhouse for uh the elite uh who are right. shady people so <laughs> the, the oligarchs <laughs> um and then they introduced a new uh game mode called team deathmatch which was pretty fun yep and they oh are you there sorry I'm yeah my, can you hear me yeah. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. And and then uh, they did an attack a repick. So nice. I really like attack a repick. I don't think it's overpowered at all, personally. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. I think a lot of people were worried that it was going to be overpowered, but I find most people, they pick their operator. They have a general idea of what they're going to do, and then and then they see one or two things and they might switch to one character. It's, you never really see the entire team like come up with this amazing strat and the prep phase you know <laughs> yep mm -hmm. so uh, at most you go are they up or are they down and then you change because based off of if they're on the top floor of the basement you know um and then they came out with rengoku as well which is the event this season um it's kind of a japanese themed uh samurai or this what's it called king of the hill game mode where there's three different game uh three different targets and you have to maintain control of an area as long as possible until somebody kills you and takes over the the, the spot uh you have uh, throwing <laughs> knives which is really cool they give you instant deaths and you have a shotgun and everything but i was going to say um earlier cody they they reworked skyscraper a little bit in this um event oh really so they added a couple I've hatches and stuff Oh, okay. I don't think I've ever played that event. Oh, okay. It's really fun. Yeah. Um, it's good for just like, you know, playing around and goofing off, uh, just like all mm -hmm. the other seasons. But whenever they do have the event, I always feel like they're testing something like they're testing right. shotguns. They're testing every work on the map. They're testing mm -hmm. um, when they had outbreak. They they had outbreak, which you had these big. Did you ever play outbreak? Mm, 
yeah, 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 yeah. With the zombies, they have these big, gigantic Mm -hmm. um, monsters that would charge at you. And then, like, a couple seasons later, they came out with orcs. And then... (laughs) And they they came out with nomads, a knockback in mm-hmm. effect, you know. So, yep, I, wonder, yep. I, I wonder what they're testing on this one. Obviously, they're testing the skyscraper rework, um, a couple hatches, good placements, point. and stuff good like point. that. I hope that they make the balconies wider, like Outback. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I think that map does need a rework. Mm-hmm. I know they just reworked it, but. Ugh. Um, I didn't really put this in the the outline or anything but we they did have an ama and they did say that one of the maps that they were like wanting to rework was consulate which is interesting too consulate yeah cool it's just a year one like original map og map so nice that's pretty much it um we went over the past present future of siege so last season current season next season right yeah anything that you want to toss in there cody no uh, i think uh, i think uh you know we're here to to just uh like have a good time and be uh you know fans of the game and uh llama aka josh is uh huge into uh updates and this and that and i'm here to just learn the information uh along with the viewer because i don't pay attention to stuff and <laughs> llama absolutely loves it and I just love playing the game. And so here we are, folks. There we go. I'm Josh. It's Cody. Uh, we're just documenting regular changes in the game. Tune in next time. We're going to discuss Year 7, Season 2 of Rainbow Six Siege, Operation Vector Glare. Until next time, see you soon.